Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Garoppolo. Thrown down. Brian Burns gets there. Spider-Man. What a pass rush by Burns. See how quickly he got to the edge and got This is Desmond Johnson on the Believe and Carolina Panthers podcast. Here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available in your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And welcome into a brand new edition of the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast here on Believe Podcast Network. So I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, joined by Sports Illustrated, all Panthers beat writer, Skylar Callahan, and all Panthers all-time leading rusher, Jonathan Stewart. I'm sorry, our uh, our things are all over the place. I just realized. <laughs> I'm the all-time leading rusher. <laughs> you can catch us throughout the uh, the season and off-season, giving you news and notes on the Carolina Panthers here on uh, the Believe Podcast Networks. Uh, we came in with some heat today uh, to be a, a, kind of a quicker episode um but we got some stuff to touch on uh folks trying to put the paws on cam newton we're gonna lead off with that um i don't understand the logic i don't understand what they thought was gonna happen but um <laughs> we'll get to that just a bit Stu has some thoughts on uh what he saw there and uh for those that don't know i thought those were kids that were trying to like teenagers are trying to attack him those were grown men like trying to to fight him at a seven on seven tournament and there's some kind of backstory behind it so we'll get into all that as well um julius peppers we didn't get a chance to address the fact that our, our very own julius peppers first ballot hall of famer um so we'll talk about julius peppers and where we feel like he ranks uh overall i'm sure he's going to make this ultimate 53 roster um and speaking of which the ultimate 53 has begun if you haven't seen it already go over to our twitter at believe in panthers you can vote uh right now quarterback and head coach are the two that are still live and we'll have those uh we'll put those in before the end of this episode uh the quarterback one pretty much is kind of a runaway uh, I was going to take the top two voters on that. And then uh, right now you can actually go over there right now and help out. The one that's pinned to the top uh, is for head coach. It's Dom Capers, John Fox, Ron Rivera, and Matt Rule. Um, you've got – it says three hours left, but we're going to end it here uh, when the show ends. Whoever's leading there will be the head coach of the Ultimate 53. Fellas, what's going on? How y'all doing? Great. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having some technical sound. difficulties over here. Um, <laughs> with this doggone mic. Uh, it is going. It is going in and out. It's kind of. Can you hear me soft. now? Yeah. 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 There it is. Yeah. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. So all actually, right. you can come up a little bit, but uh, <laughs> the uh, you I know we all saw this and talked about it in our group text over the weekend. I guess it was Sunday when it happened. Um, uh, the Cam Newton situation. Actually, before we even do that, let me. Because I, I was about to wait to the 50 minute mark to read it. Let me uh, get the better line read in here real quick. Um, and actually, I have two now. They gave me another one. Um, and I'll put that in a little bit later. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up to the minute odds, stats, trends, you can follow your favorite teams, path to the playoffs, with in game live betting contests, and all the player. Uh, the best player props experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile device head to bet online today to become part of the team and remember to use the promo code believe b-l-e-a-v for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online the game starts here and where we'll start 
is uh, the situation with former Panther quarterback Cam Newton. Um, at a seven-on-seven -seven tournament, I believe he was hosting. And from my understanding, uh, the altercation occurred with two coaches that used to work with Cam or something and were released for whatever reasons. And I guess had a bone to pick with him. Um, the one dude tried to sneak him. And we were talking off camera. I've never seen grown adults look so little in my life. Like he literally, he had one dude in a headlock and the other guy, he had him by like his hair or something. And he, he wasn't even fighting him. Like he wouldn't even swing. And he was just tossing these dudes around <laughs> like, like yeah. rat dolls. Uh, he's six, five, two, seven. Like he was looking for oh. linebackers to hit for a living. And y'all went and tried to fight Cam Newton. I'm just going to, I'm going to give the floor up to Jonathan Stewart for a second so he can just get this off his chest. Cause just Man, first of all, if y'all haven't seen Cam Newton in person, <laughs> like if you seen, if you seen Cam Newton in person, you ever like walked in a forest and you see a big tree and it's just like, man, that's majestic. Yeah. A big old tree. <laughs> like, like, you know, you see the roots and how they just like go into the ground and like there's no way that you can move that tree that's and cam. like that's cam. you just can't and so like that's cam yeah. so he's six five probably 250 two probably 260 is you know he ain't you know he, stuff right now 250 but listen to me fellas <laughs> God spent a lot more time on this individual than, <laughs> than any other person that you are ever going to meet. Okay? What a new team. <laughs> like, listen, there's there's no, like, question about it. Uh, Joy Taylor, I don't know if y'all follow follow her and, um, you know. Oh, yeah, from uh... – Coward. She, she, yeah. yeah, but she basically said these guys were conveyor belts. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when I heard that, I just about fell out my seat. But you dealing with a Tonka truck here, man? Yeah, what you do? You over here happen? driving your Mazda up to the, up the, up to the seven on seven, the Miata, you know, the little, the little drop top. Up to the camp, and you thinking uh, you about to brawl with Cam Newton? First of all, he's MVP. He's a Heisman, yep. National College Football Champion. Yep. Okay, like this man has changed the culture of football, art like like in the sense of what we doing about our brand. Um, I mean, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what, like, <laughs> and, and the thing is, man, what's crazy is, you know, I look back and I like think about guys like when I grew up and Ricky Waters. I'm actually kind of like looking at Ricky Waters in a different light because I actually, there was a situation where I went to the uh, the kingdom where the Seahawks used to play and you know, Ricky Waters was one of my favorite running backs and I got a chance to like you know, wave him down and I waved him down but he just kind of looked at me and he just kept walking away and I'm like, dang man that left a, you know it's a triggering subject up until never, now. Never so I'm, thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself Maybe he had an encounter with a parent or a kid or whatever that kind of made him salty for the rest of his life. And I was, you know, the I had to deal with that outcome as a kid. You know what I'm saying? And left the sour taste in my mouth. I mean, what I'm trying to say is, man, you got a guy like Cam Newton coming to your city and pouring into this community. Do not let him leave with a bad taste in his mouth. Right. People in the community 
the coaching community. I mean, these are coaches trying to jump Cam Newton because they feel some type of way about Cam Newton. Like, oh, you think you better than Cam Newton? You think, I don't care if you, you might be the reigning coach of Atlanta. You are not better than Cam Newton because at the end of the game, the objective is to play football and to win football games. He's won more games than you have that you'll ever see. He, he, he is untouchable. And that's one of the problems that I have right now, too, because social media has basically allowed people to think that everyone's touchable. Like yes. the like Everyone's the, enti the entitlement of being able to, like, come up on people and say, hey, yo, what's up, Cam? No, nah, Cam, you so no, nah, what? Listen, these kids be out of line. Parents, grab your kids, put them in put them in a headlock when they talk crazy. I don't put care. Put them in that Cam like, Newton. <laughs> put them in that Cam Newton. Put your paws on your kids when they are out of line, talking out of line to adults, man. Like at the end of the day, Cam Newton is an adult. What are we doing here? Coaches, y'all, y'all right now in a, a coaching community. This is your peer at the end of the day. Yep. You putting paws on peers now. So now what? So you about to go back and coach next week? Your players are supposed to respect you after right. all of that? Like, yo, hey, yo, coach, you got dogs. Both of y'all got <laughs> dogs. Like you got a headlock this weekend, like, coach. What you want me about? to go and you want me to have heart and go out there and man up? Man, you got dogs. You got dogs on Nash on worldwide front seat viewership. You tried to sneak Cam Newton and failed. And, and, and failed. <laughs> Miserably threw you off and the then, stage. And then, and then one of the other things, man, is where is the security? Yes. That's what I was asking you over the weekend. I'm like, yo, how did they ran? I was so hot <laughs> when I saw this happen, bro. Like, I legitimately, because I was there, you know, obviously we have scuffles in practice and whatnot, but like my innate, like, like the, the, within like the i don't know what you call it my first response when i saw this happen your instinct i felt like i needed to get in the car and go somewhere and like go see where he was at yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying because <laughs> like it's like yo don't be jumping on my quarterback like yeah he's still my like how i view this after, after seeing this in my response and my reaction is like that's my quarterback yeah <laughs> like what y'all doing to my quarterback why is nobody helping my quarterback yeah. and so Oh, like, man. but he obviously didn't need any help because he manhandled these little boys, grown men, grown men. acting like little boys. Yeah. And they're, you know they're, they're, they're out here on social media too, like talking about, it. like they're getting interviewed and they're all like, some, one of them's kind of standing up. Like he feels like he did something. Like, I'm just showing y'all your man and quarterback ain't nothing and all this stuff. And I'm seeing these little clips come out and I'm like, did they do this for the clout? Because I don't think this is working out the way they thought it would because <laughs> they can clown, they getting dragged on the, on the internet. So I don't know. Cam needs like a, a big Joe or something like that. That's six foot eight, six foot nine, three hundred. He is big Joe. Yeah, he is big yeah. Joe. But he needs no. He needs Cam to do might be his own best security at this. He point. might be. Yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna run up on because him anytime soon. Nobody, he may have, he may have he just might, got himself a security job somewhere. <laughs> nah, he don't need. He don't need no job. He's doing just fine. Reverend but listen, Saucer. kids, kids, listen. Social media, don't be fooled. It's real out here. You you approach the wrong people, yep. You're gonna get the wrong you're gonna re get the wrong results if you don't come correct. See it all and I remember time. one time, man, we was at this. I was at a football game with Kenny Moore and Steve Smith, my rookie year, and a young kid came up and said, "Hey, yo, Smitty, hey, yo, Smitty, 
Hey, yo, Smitty. Steve Smith eventually looked back and said, excuse me, young man, don't you see two, don't you see three grown men talking? And like, that's exactly what needs to be had done in a lot of situations like this right there's now. No, there's no manners. Like there's, there's no manners. There's no respect. Yeah. And it's like, hey, look, young, 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 young kid, young sir. How about you wait your turn and you say, hey, Mr. Smith. Hey, Mr. Newton. Hey, Coach Newton. Uh -huh. Thank you for your time. I understand that you are you are are you you talk smack just like I talk smack, and so I'm gonna have to live with the results if I lose in a small tap and if I lose in a talking smack contest with you, and I'm gonna lose in this seven on seven tournament against oh, you. Like I completely whatever forgot. it is, you just deal with it. it. You just reminded <laughs> me. You just reminded me of that from what was it a couple years back? Some kid was talking smack to Cam back and forth at a seven on seven, and yeah, like man. Cam wasn't just, taking the bait. Yeah, yeah. Right. and and it ended up being Cam ended up emerging out of that bigger. And a coach friend of mine told me, you know how many probably looks that kid lost because of the way he talked to Cam Newton on that video, and it went viral. Like if yeah. he was going to be anything in football, we ain't gonna never know because no yeah, coach is gonna touch him now. Yeah, you're you know? a great bad trash talker. That's what yeah, you're good that's, job. That's buddy. what your label is, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all the coaches out there that think they can like man up and you know line up against Cam Newton in a fight. Listen, go rethink somewhere it. else and fight somebody else. Yeah, rethink it. Because <laughs> like, right now, like those two cats, man, coaching wise, <laughs> I don't want you around. I don't Coach want you even kids. in my town. You are yeah. an embarrassment to football right now. Dude, These that young dudes lot. out here trying to coach are an embarrassment to football. And, like, you got a guy that's going into communities and changing communities and giving guys an opportunity, young kids, an opportunity to showcase their talents on a larger scale, on a larger platform because of Cam Newton, Superman, Super Bowl, or uh, MVP, uh, national championship, uh, Heisman, Heisman winner, like that dude, Superman. Six Dumb. five two seventy, killer, dragging the Atlanta Falcons on fourth and one, <laughs> and reaching over that dude. That's down. the dude you try to hit. That, I, that guy, I'm not, I'm dragging the, grown uh, men, drug eight Falcons to the first throw. <laughs> Somebody's trying to knock out Cam Newton. I'm just like, you know, another thing too. Somebody pointed out to me before we move on, uh, the disrespect leveled towards Cam Newton has come back to roost because people are asking, like, why would somebody do that to Cam? People have been disrespecting Cam since he started in the league. Like, there's always been a segment that's been disrespectful towards him. And people were, and people are now saying, well, now it's like younger adults and kids that have been taught to be disrespectful to Cam Newton because they saw their parents do it for 10 years for no reason, really, other than the way he dressed or the way he mm. types out font on Twitter or, you know what I mean? Like, it's little dumb stuff like that that they get upset about that he doesn't fit, he doesn't uh, conform into the box they want him to be in. But that's well, why he's Cam Newton. Like he, here's here's the biggest issue. The biggest issue is parents think that children today are just so bad and so different than what they were growing up as. Well, the biggest reason is is because of you. It's the parents. Yeah, this yeah, is your fault. Best friends. Yeah, and I'm not saying that every parent out there is terrible, but clearly there's a large portion that don't know how to raise their kids and teach them to give respect and show respect. Because I can tell you this, as somebody that aspired to be a pro in everything, right? Cause when you're a kid, you want to be an NFL player, NBA, MLB, you want to be everything. If somebody like Cam Newton or someone of Cam Newton's stature 
came to my city and put on a clinic or a camp, I would have been in awe. I would have been sitting there taking everything in and be like, oh my gosh, I'm getting to learn from somebody like this. Right Now it's just, oh man, my quarterback, my favorite player better than you and all this stuff. Like, yeah. come on. I, I scored four touchdowns in high school. What did you do, Cam Newton? Like, you ain't yeah. nothing. Like, there's stuff like you that. You are there <laughs> to learn. Not right. how often do you get to learn from a quarterback that may or more than likely end up becoming a Hall of Fame quarterback? There's, there's not very yeah. many opportunities for kids like that. You've got to take that for, for granted and – or not take that for granted. And, and the other thing is, like, I just think it, it all comes back to – when you go to these types of things, right, it should do nothing but help you, whether it gets eyes on you as a kid or it's going to help you in areas that maybe you were struggling with before that your ordinary coach wouldn't know how to teach. It right. shouldn't damage your, you at all. Your ordinary coach. Right. These two guys were so ordinary that they got extraordinary butt whooping. <laughs> yeah, for real. And he didn't even throw a punch. <laughs> That's the thing. Like that, punch and, and yeah, Cam, Cam Newton. Let's go back to that. Cam he legitimately punch. showcased yeah. a Cam. Why can't I? What happened? I can't hear anything. Yeah, Stu got muted. Uh, uh Stu. My yeah, yeah I'm muted. There He's cooking too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was over there cooking. Boy, I was in a <laughs> just run it back. Just run it back. Yeah. Just run it back. <laughs> but basically, man, like he showcased how to handle a situation without throwing hands. Because if he would have thrown hands, it could have been really bad for Cam. Yeah. But you want to know what? Cam is totally, he was so, his awareness, he's got like spider senses. Like he might be Superman, but he got a little bit of Spider Man in him too. Because his senses of knowing the situation, knowing that there's cameras on him, but understanding I'm not going <laughs> to, you want to sucker punch me? I ain't no sucker. Mm -hmm. So let's go. I'm going to grab you and you ain't going to be doing nothing about it. Until it looked like uh, that image of him and Josh Norman, the, 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 uh, the, yeah. the flight, like, uh, or whatever, the skirmish. Uh, I was right. Listen, when, when that happened, I sprinted downfield, tired <laughs> as heck. And made sure that I grabbed Cam because you want to know why? You got to protect some some of these guys from themselves. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not really sure that Cam would have like actually like laid his fist into a helmet, but you never know. We need that throwing hand, brother. So let me <laughs> go over there and do my best along with these offensive linemen. Look, it was me, offensive linemen. It was a bunch of guys trying to pull Cam off Josh Norman. <laughs> And but, but but clearly, but clearly that's what happens in the heat of the moment amongst teammates. Okay. Teammates. Yeah. That's this different. is coaching and legend altercation that should never exist. But it exists. Why? Because social media making everybody I would even argue everybody's accessible. Mm -hmm. I would even argue is wannabe coaches. These guys yes. aren't coaches. They're seven on seven like camp coaches yeah. that he that he fired or something. Apparently, apparently they were working for him and he let them go and they're bitter about it and like and then they he invited them to this camp and and beat them <laughs> and that's what started all this. They, they were just want they, they just want the clout. They just want the 
the recognition. They they they're not in it for. The now I do know Cam Newton's best trash talkers out there, but yeah, I hope not. no one no one gives the recognition of their names. I don't even want to know these guys' names. I don't yeah, want to know. I don't know. I want to know their names, the their team name. They're like, there. there needs they're to be there. A, there needs to be a way to put these guys as what not to do list. Yeah, like don't you come to seven on seven camps with that BS. Don't don't try to somebody uh, and I'll leave it with this. Uh, one of my friends online said, "Y'all really thought this man dresses like this and didn't know how to throw hands? Like, like seriously, oh, <laughs> like think about this before y'all do this." Going if forward. you want to think about it, that hat might have been like a might have like some force field on it. Or it didn't move. It did not move. <laughs> he got hit and it did not. He was tossing dudes and rumbling. It it stayed exactly in place. So uh, shout yeah. out to Cam. Um, well, we didn't Love get a chance – last time we were at home, we didn't get a chance to talk about another gigantic man, Julius Peppers, uh, who entered the Hall of Fame. First ballot, first Carolina Panther to be drafted a Panther, to be elected into the Hall of Fame, uh, and a first ballot one at that. You've played with Pep. Um, talk about large men. Uh, describe yeah. – uh, now, I'm a Carolina fan, so I, I've known Pep since college, you know, at Carolina. And I'd never seen a dude that could play football and basketball the way that he could – because he was a contributor on the basketball team. He, he, he was on the Final Four team in 2000 and played. Actually, I think I want to say in the Elite Eight game, somebody found out he scored like 16 points off the bench and helped him get to the Final Four. So he wasn't just like sitting at the end of the bench. He was actually playing. And then yeah. you get the, the NFL. Uh, describe describe for me the first time you met Pep, like if you can re recall, like in terms of like seeing him. Like you were talking about when you see Cam Newton. I've yeah. stood beside Julius Peppers before. He is not human. <laughs> He's yeah. something else. Um, you know, my rookie year, you know, I was blessed to be around some really, you know, like great guys, man, uh, legends in their own way. Um, but Julius Peppers is a generational talent. I would even go and say he is like the word mighty, mm -hmm. like it's just like grand, like just any word that you can think of in a sense of like, that's just, maybe the word is exceptional, right? Unicorn, unicorn. Just a unicorn, like, yeah, like it's, it's, when I first met him, I'm thinking to myself, first of all, why is his hand making my hand feel like a little baby? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's just a large person, but not just, but it's, it's like, you see somebody that big, they're not supposed to be able to move like a running back. They're not supposed to be able to move um the way he had the way he did um just a generational talent um you know a guy that you know came into his own the first time i met him he didn't really speak that much you know when he was with the carolina panthers first time go around um he went and you know went on his you know his stint to chicago and green bay and every now and then you know i'd run across you know pep and florida and whatnot in the off seasons and and then when he came back to Carolina, it was like this, you see a guy that went off and, you know, went on a journey and like, just like really like tapped into his greatness over time. Mm -hmm. And like, one of the cool things that I like about Pep, man, is he understood his role. He understood his role to the younger guys um, that looked up to him. He understood that, hey, look, these younger guys are looking to me for guidance. These younger guys are looking for answers and I can provide that to them in a way that somebody else can't. Um, you know, a guy that 
you know, that just walks with an aura of greatness without having to say anything, without having to prove anything. That's who Julius Peppers is, man. And um, it, it was a treat to be able to play with him. You know, I remember um, my last actual game um, with the uh, Carolina Panthers was uh, the Saints game down there in New Orleans. And, you know, I was walking up the field with Pep. And, you know, he put his arm around me. And it was almost kind of like he knew that it was my last game. <laughs> but um, but he put his arm around me, and I was just like, man, this is this is a good moment for me um, because I'm walking off with one of the greatest players to ever play um, the game of football. And, you know, I, I went and gave my cleats to, you know, one of the Panther fans in the crowd. Um, and so I knew that was my last game too. So it was just a special moment, um, special opportunity to be able to play alongside a guy like Ken, uh like Pep and play against Pep. Um, I tell you one thing: when you when you preparing for a guy like Pep, you know you 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 lose sleep a little bit for sure. Because especially as a running back, they telling you, "Hey, man, we're gonna need some some chipping help. We're gonna need some chip help <laughs> on that defensive end." I'm like, "Hey, man, why can't y'all do this, man? Y'all get paid a lot of money too. I don't want to be out there in arms way." But you know, Pep had a way about a man that. He understood the game. It's like, look, I could really crush you right now, but there's no need for me to do all that. I want you to have a, a healthy season, brother. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, destroy you right now because the play is all the way over there. I don't need to do all that. You, you live to see the next play. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like Stu has been a part of some really interesting teams, but has had some of the most unique teammates ever. Yeah. Like, Julius Peppers, I mean, there's never going to be another one like him. Cam Newton, one of the best, maybe the best running quarterback of all time. Luke Keekley, I mean, just freaking a brainiac. Like, how the heck – like, do you ever just think about that, Stu? Like, the the players that you've been around and be like, damn, like – Yeah, like I've been really blessed to be able to be around a guy like Steve Smith, who was like my big brother. Um, Yeah. You know, and and he needs to be in the Hall of Fame ASAP. Stop playing games. Um, Luke Keekley, the nicest guy on, that I've ever played with. Is he and a first ballot guy? I think he is. I, I feel like he is, I man. Think he's gotta be. If yeah, I think he is, and um, and we'll see how that plays out. But you know, guys like Greg Olson, Ryan Khalil, yeah. Jordan Gross, um, Thomas Davis. Um, D'Angelo Williams, um, like Mike Tover, the dancing teddy bear, like my dog. Like, that's one of my, he's, he's like, you know, Mike Tover was, you know, my best friend playing, man. Like, and, um, and Julius Peppers, man, Musa Muhammad. Like, you know, Musa Muhammad carried himself like lizard, man. Like, I legit looked at Moose like, man, I'm wondering why he's wearing a suit this morning. Like does he have does he have a business meeting to go to after work after after practice? Um, but I learned that you know Moose was a guy that was tapped in to his next phase. You know he was playing football and he was he had his business mind his business cap on always. Um, so you know and and it's, it shouts to where he is now, which is he's a successful you know businessman. Um, but you just learn so much from all these different you know. You know, guys, and 
Um, and, and it's really been a nice, you know, treat to be able to be drafted by the Carolina Panthers um, during the time that I was drafted because I came across a lot of unique individuals, um, you know, great teammates and, and just, you know, guys that cared about their craft in a way that if you actually sit back and watch how they tick, you learn a lot about how you should tick and, um, and how to, you know, carry yourself as a professional and work on your craft and be the greatest that you can be. And, you know, that can, you know, really trickle down to being the best father you can be, being the best brother you can be, being the best husband, you know, whatever it is, you know, I had a front row seat of potentially multiple Hall of Famers to come. Well, that's a good segue actually into our uh, ultimate 53. Um, I don't think it was going to be a question about the quarterback one. As I'm pulling this up here, uh, I need to go. Actually, it's a little bit further down. They're we playing in Sammy, huh? <laughs> we it was who do I have on there? I had a uh, Cam Newton, Jake, Jake. Um, who else did I have on there? Uh, Kerry Collins and somebody else. I'm trying to find the post. Oh, here it is. And um, I'll pull it up here. So we did quarterback and we did head coach. And for those that don't know, we've started the ultimate 53. Uh, basically, we're going to put together the ultimate 53 man roster for the Carolina Panthers from the beginning of the franchise to today. Um, we're even going to do coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. So we added that on uh, here recently. But the first post was for uh, quarterback. And Cam Newton, as you can see, uh, won whoppingly 89.4%. Jake DeLum, 10.1%. Kerry Collins, like he got a vote. Steve Berline was the other one I put in there because uh, Steve Berline had a year. Um, I think yeah. Steve Berline still has the record for most passing yards in a season for a quarterback for Carolina. I think that's why I put him in there. So um, yeah. Cam Newton is the obviously. Yeah, um, that's why I put him in first. He's the alpha. He's <laughs> the alpha. That out the he, pro <laughs> he, proved, he proved over the last couple of days that he is still alpha to these young coaches out here that think it's all about them. It's not about you. It's about these kids. You want to be coaches? <laughs> so Cam Cam will be quarterback number one on the Ultimate 53 roster. We're taking two quarterbacks. So Jake the Snake, the Loam, gets on there as well. Um, Stu, you play with both quarterbacks. Um, what's the – we talked about Cam. What was the What was the number one thing about Jake that, that made players want to play with him? I kind of know, but I want to hear it from a player that actually played with him. Man, Jake's charisma – and like his passion to want to win. And, you know, being in that huddle with Jake, it was almost kind of like you had the you had confidence because of his charisma, the way he called the play, the call the call the plays, you know, with his Cajun accent, um, <laughs> you know, and just his energy and just like excitement, like, hey guys, let's focus now. Come on now, let's let's get it going. Um, and so just his energy and and a lot of guys are either born with it or they're not. And like for him, you know, he he wore that like to like to the T. I mean, so um, you know, his presence in that that huddle, um, his leadership in the in the film room, um, in the in the team meeting rooms, um, you know, and just being able to like just be, you know, himself. And and not change for, 
you know, his position or for anybody that's asking him, you know, hey, why are you doing things this way? Like, no, I'm I'm Jake Delhomme and this is what I know. I'm going to play with him with what I, with what I know. And I'm going to throw it up there and Steve Smith's going to come down with the ball. I'm going to hand this ball off. And I'm going to make sure that the offense has offensive line has their protections and we're going to make this thing go. And so he was just very confident. Man. And I love, you know, I love being around guys that are confident in what they do because it rubs off easy. And, you know, so the number one thing is charisma. And I think every 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 quarterback has to have it in some facet and you know cam cam obviously you know establishes himself as a guy that has charisma um and and an aura about him that's just different uh than most people when i talk about an aura it's just a guy walks into a room and it can be because of his natural god-given size or just his personality that just gives off this aura that man, I'm in the right place, and the Dave that's what James Aura. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aura. Um, but yeah, man. So Jake Malone, great teammate. Um, you know, I think the words humble, um, you know, strike me as you know the word that represents Jake Malone as well. With both of those guys, Cam and Jake, they're probably the two quarterbacks in the history of the franchise where I felt like going in every Sunday we had a chance, like no matter who we were playing. they And it was in different ways. But like with Jake, it felt like no matter what was happening in the game or what game he played, because he might go out there for three quarters and the ball's going all over the place. But fourth quarter, boom, 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 boom. We end up yeah. winning the game somehow. It's like, what? What just happened? And like with Cam, it was more of a, okay, we're coming in here with a missile. <laughs> like, yeah. so like let's let's just go we can match up with y'all so it's yeah. two different type of things but uh cam and jake both make the ultimate 53 um let me scroll up because the other one is head coach and this got kind of tight uh for a little bit i didn't expect the vote to be as tight as it was i guess i thought recency bias would would pull it out but uh for a bit it was 50 50 here uh head coach um don capers with 5.3 percent ron rivera is winning at 57.9. John Fox at 36.8. Yeah, Matt Rule pulling over here at uh, (laughs) at zero. I was going to put him or George Seifert in there, and I'm like, let's just see if somebody votes for Matt Rule. You ain't right. You did that on purpose. (laughs) Nobody voted for him. I tried to throw him a bone. You knew nobody was going to do that. I tried to throw him a bone. Um, So Rivera, and I'm I'm cool with that. Actually, that was who I wanted. Rivera and Fox are almost you played for both. So tell us <laughs> what's the difference? Because it's almost like I guess personality is the main difference between the two. Because philosophy wise, it feels like they're kind of the same guy, right? Defensive minded, run the ball, don't turn it over. That old school punch in the face kind of football. It felt like both of them were about that. Uh Rivera was on 85 Bears. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just it's ingrained. So uh, I would have been fine with Fox, but I do feel like there was more up and down with John Fox than Rivera. With Rivera, we won three straight division titles. With Fox, I think it was just up one year, down next year, up one year, down the next year. <clears throat> and it just got to the point where the fan base got wore out. Um, thoughts on these two coaches, Stu, because you played for them both. Uh, Rivera is going to be the head I, coach. Yeah, I think both of them are very similar. Um, both of them are you know, great to play for. I love, 
you know, coming in as a as a rookie playing for John Fox, um, down to earth, um, you know, family man, a um, lot of energy, great energy, and but didn't waste anybody's time. And like that's one thing that I really respect about Coach Fox is, hey man, like conversations that we have, don't waste my time. <laughs> you know, like we here to play football, so I'm gonna say hi to you in the hallway. And then we're gonna get the we're gonna get the business, all right. So, um, you know, one of his sayings was, "It is what it is," and so, like, yeah, that's so people can like look over that, but that's really the way you should live your life. You know, we can't sit and you know harp on things that we need to get over. If you lose a game, it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. Yeah, we lost because they were better than us. Let's move on. And so Coach Rivera was very similar, um, down to earth. I think the biggest difference is that Coach Rivera played the game, so he understood from the players' perspective of how we were dealing with losses, how we were dealing with family, how we were dealing with, you know, things on and off the field, basically, right? So, um, And so we were able to relate a little bit better to Coach Rivera, and especially for our defense, you know, being able to relate to coach um, in a way that, you know, he would demand the best out of our defense because he played defense. And we were ultimately, you know, you know, I, I feel like our balance as a, as, a, as a team, you know, our defense was strong. I mean, yeah. you talk about the Seahawks having a generational defense. I would argue that the Carolina Panthers are right there. Yeah. You know, as, as far as how we were built, as far as how we were being led, you know, by Coach Rivera. Um, and so then you add Cam Newton to the mix and you add, you know, our offense. And so that was a recipe that people did not want to deal with, which was, man, if we bring, if we got to play the Carolina Panthers, we got to bring our hard hat and a lunch pail. And I'm not talking about the plastic lunch pail. I think that'd be hard. The metal. metal joints <laughs> uh and that and that's what uh dan morgan was referring to in his opening press conference he wants to get back to that to that mentality mm-hmm. having those type of players because you can you can put together a team with players on it but you want a certain type of player uh yeah. to play on a panther football where the other team after the game is over is like i'm gonna have bruises like tomorrow <laughs> like my thighs are gonna be all jacked up my arms gonna hurt uh yeah the panther logo yeah yeah i'm gonna have a panther logo on my head right here um real quick before we get out of here and then i do have one more read because we have another sponsor um that's brand new that i've never heard of before uh just going through the gallery um of course it's always open mailbag zach says cam won a battle in a car accident and they still decided to try to fight him he did he he rolled a truck and played football a week later (laughs) i was trying to fight this guy like let this be a lesson learned god's (laughs) god's god's grace and mercy is on cam newton's life as it can be for your life if you act yeah. right, <laughs> no, I'm <joking. laughs> But listen, well, God's know. grace is is on Cam's life. So why are you trying this, man? You better go pray to Jesus that you you find your way. Let it be a lesson learned, y'all. Hey, M. Hull says, Des, if we deal Burns away from the team, you got to change the intro to Jay Stu because we went from CMC to Moore to Burns. My God, you're absolutely right. I don't know if it's a Believe in Panthers curse. I actually thought about changing it before something happens with Burns so they don't trade him away. Um I probably will change this to Stu. That's the safe bet because they can't trade you now. So 
we're probably going to put Stu in the open. Because uh, whoever, if I put Bryce Young in the air or. Yeah, you put me on there, they might bring me back. <laughs> just just to, to keep the curse going. Um, <laughs> Petter Kavis says, never count Jake out. Uh, Ron was never afraid to go forward on fourth down. Tim Hulse says, did you add a poll for owners? Um, no, <laughs> we hadn't done that. If <laughs> you wanted the two. <laughs> I mean, we listen, 10 years from now, we all going to be sitting here saying to ourselves, man, it worked out. Remember when we used to clown Tapper? Remember when we yeah, said the first y'all, y'all, Listen, y'all better look, chill look out. Them receipts are real. The receipts <laughs> look, are real. Okay. Look at this. Look at this now. Like, I didn't expect out. to be here. Uh, the professional says, I don't know. Stu is doing other podcasts now. I saw you doing an Oregon uh, podcast now, too, for Believe, right? Yeah, man. So tapping into the college world, you know, when Oregon does going to the Big Ten. So I'll be able to watch more games Ooh, since, have fun. since I'll be playing <laughs> some guy. I think we hey listen, Oregon right now, like we got it. Some noise. We got the, we, yeah. Right now we got the best quarterback in the Big Ten. I know that. They're gonna make and some so, noise. Michigan ain't gonna be where Michigan's been the past couple nah, years with Carball nah. gone and uh well Ohio we State. Struggling. Ohio State obviously gonna be, you know, a situation for us, but we yeah. got it. Yeah, we got so, it handled. Yeah. Check it, check them out. Uh what's the official name of it? Sco um shoot. What is it? Scoing long. Scoing long. That's right. Yeah. Um, with my boy Zach. And so check us out on Scoing Long. And uh we'll uh we'll get more into the Brian Burns situation next week. Uh, when's the deadline, Skylar, for uh franchise tags? It's coming up here, isn't it? Uh yeah. I don't remember off the top of the head. I don't say, is it this it. week? Is it this week? It's sometimes I, I don't think it's the third. So next Monday, I think it is Monday or Tuesday. So we'll might be back before then. We might have an answer on what they're going to do with Ryan Burns and the franchise tag. Um, so we'll, we'll have a whole episode about Ryan Burns, the, the free agents uh, on our team that we want to keep, that kind of thing. We'll do all that next week. And we'll do the next two entries into the Ultimate 53. Uh, before we go, though, a quick word from our new sponsor, Cut. Uh, we've got a great new sponsor. I love betting my friends and betting them on anything, sports games, who's fast, that's what Cut allows me to do. The Cut app is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's legal in 40-plus states. Cut has customizable odds, tracking capabilities, and an entire social network with group chats, user profiles, and rewards. All payments, no need for Venmo. Uh, use the promo code. They don't have one on here. Uh, for a 10% welcome, I assume it's Believe, B-L-E-A-V. For a 10% welcome deposit bonus, don't forget that promo code. Uh, if that's the right one, cut, put your money, <laughs> put your money where your mouth is. I need to talk to believe because this, this read was all over the place. I don't know what I'm buying. <laughs> Here's so Man, listen, all you're doing right now is saying, hey, look, if I want to bet on anything, <laughs> come here. Let me get that cut. I need <laughs> a cut, cut of that. I need a cut of that. It sounds like you can bet your friends. Like if we wanted to place bets against each other, we would go to cut and make the, the yeah. bet official Y'all, instead of just doing it on Skyler and or whatever. Race. I bet Skyler win. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta get out of here uh shout out to everybody that stopped by today we'll probably be back next week uh like again the brian burn stuff we got the ultimate 53 going on go follow us at believe in panthers on twitter so you can vote on that the, the polls will be pinned at the top uh as we go along uh we'll probably do defensive coordinator offensive coordinator this week and that's going to be a uh, interesting one because i gotta go digging into the crates to go back in history to some of the ones we've had in the past so um, we get all that. 
and more. Uh, shout out to everybody that stops by uh, to another episode of Believe in Panthers presented by Bet Online and the Believe Podcast Networks. Keep pounding. And if you hold on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.